I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Isn't it fucking brilliant I've got okay internet now? Yeah, I feel like we've skipped over that moment. It's really been good. I feel like everyone's got a bit too used to it. You do get used to things like that quickly, though, don't you? It's no longer a big deal. For me, it's a fucking big deal, Matt. You know what? A big chunk of my year has been sort of waiting for your internet to catch up on Zoom with the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah. What's the real thing? If you'd have told me when I was 15, one day, the biggest issue in your life is going to be Matt Willis's internet. I would never have believed you, but it's become the case. Not anymore, though. Not anymore, mate. Absolutely smashing it. Fucking 51 megabits. I don't even know what that means. Neither do I, but it's a lot. It's a lot. All the megabits. Yeah, all the megabits. How you doing, Matt Willis? I am pretty good, mate. I'm very good. I've just got off an exercise bike. Nice. How was it? I'm a little bit sweaty. I realised I should have maybe changed my underpants (laughs) and cycling shorts before I got on this call because I'm sitting here in wet pants. But the thing is, you didn't have to tell us that. Like, because it's a Zoom, you've just revealed that secret for no reason. Hey, Matt. This is all about being honest, this show. Very good point. It's about opening up, you know. I could say that I like to sit in wet pants. You know what, though? Ultimately, if this is going to be about being honest, I'm currently sat here. Look at this. I'm in a camo onesie. Oh, my God. You're actually wearing a onesie, Matt. You're an adult in a onesie. I'm having a week where I've sort of given up on life this week a bit. I haven't showered for two days. I mean, when you wear a onesie, you really have set a I never want to have sex precedent haven't you you know what mate we've been together six years I don't really (laughs) it was exciting for a while but you know line of duty's on later mate like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tired after that I've got the new Airbus 380 magazine or whatever it is you joke but that does come tomorrow (laughs) it's an exciting podcast this week because we've got someone who is pretty famous actually yeah there's this whole new generation of people who are famous on Instagram and on the internet and are huge and you know I'm very privileged that Georgia Steele who is in that realm, has come to join us. Obviously, she found her fame on Love Island, where she told everyone she was well loyal. And that was kind of like the catchphrase of the series. And I'm chuffed she spent some time with us. I don't think she really knew anything about either of us, if I'm honest. No, no, she definitely didn't. No, but she was very nice, very funny and very polite. Considering normally on this podcast, we're friends with the person or they're a fan of yours. This was kind of refreshing that she didn't care about either of us. (laughs) Yeah, she soon realised, she's like, why the fuck am I here? It's one of those things, isn't it? I think people agree to things and then halfway through go, I'm too famous to be on this. (laughs) I feel like Georgia would have been justified to have that thought. Yeah. But I don't think she did. I've had that thought many times during our relationship, Matt. Doing this podcast with me. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> what the fuck am I here for? <laughs> I'm joking, man. I'm joking. No, no, no. You don't need to joke, mate. I fully accept it. <laughs> so it's a good episode. She's great. Yeah. Now, in the podcast, you are going to hear, dear listener, a listener confession. This is where someone like you, who's listening right now, decides they want to get in touch with us and tell them what they get up to when no one's watching. If you enjoy this listener confession, you can get more of that if you sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash W-N-O-W. If you sign up there, you can also get a spin-off podcast that we do once a month if you pay a bit extra, and you get an extra confession from our celebrity, who this week is the fantastic Georgia Steele. This is When No One's Watching. The podcast where celebrities confess their guilty pleasures, and then we decide whether they're good, bad... Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. ...or bad, bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. You might be asking why they tell us these things, and it's basically because we are guilty pleasures, aren't we? I'm Matt Richardson, uh, Heat Magazine's weird crush of the year. And I'm Matt Willis, from Busted. Yeah, I know, yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to When No One's Watching. How are you, Matt Richardson? I'm alright, I'm a wounded soldier. Are you? I'm a wounded soldier at the moment, yeah, I've hurt myself. Oh no. Shaving again. Shaving, yeah. <laughs> I've had some intimate issues with my razors. Have you really? <laughs> Well, the problem is it turns out you've got to replace them. So, I mean, a blind person could read my genitals at the moment. They're so, no, um, I've hurt my knee. That's all. Nothing, but nothing else is going on. I'm very excited about today. Weirdly, today, of all the podcasts we've recorded with all the guests we've had, today is the one that Sam, my girlfriend, is the most excited about. Really? To the point where, obviously, we're on a Zoom right now and she has been hanging around in the living room doorway <laughs> looking for an excuse to come in and sort of say hello because we are joined by Georgia Steele of the internet and Love Island and everything fame, the most memeable person of all time, I think. Yes, oh. yes, definitely. Everyone is very, very excited oh, about this episode. That's so nice. Hi, Georgia. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So happy happy to be here thank you for having me we're so chuffed to have you and this is your first ever podcast yes my first ever podcast so bear with me I feel like I can't talk over you I need to like think about everything hey you're fine we do what you'll notice is exactly what we're doing right now we do it all the time Um, so don't worry there are no rules say what the fuck you want everything's great okay Okay. I got my coffee next to me too so I'm happy perfect we're very excited to have you on now with these confessions how do you feel about the fact you're confessing these things to the public today um I feel quite worried to be honest like obviously these are things that I've never really spoken about before some things that people don't know about me some very embarrassing things to be honest so, yeah, we'll have to see. I'm a bit worried what people might think. Georgia, can I just tell you something? Whatever you're going to say, we have had so much worse. Okay, good. So believe me. I, I really do, I don't know whether that's true because these ones are quite bad. Yeah, oh, my God. These <laughs> ones are quite bad. Oh, right. Okay. Wow, I'm very excited now. Right, shall we get into it then, Georgia? Let's go straight yes. for it. Okay, Georgia, can we have your first confession, please? Yes, of course you can. I'm worried about this first one. You know, it's embarrassing. Okay, right, let's do it. Oh, okay, let's get into it. I can't wait. You're going to think it's not embarrassing, but for me, this is embarrassing. Okay, fine. Okay, Georgia, hit us with it. Okay, so my first confession is when I come in from a night out, bearing in mind um, I live on my own, 
I have the most weirdest cravings. Like, I mean, weird. Like, one of them is I'll make Mexican rice, like the Uncle Ben's that you shove in the microwave rice, oh. and then I'll do, like, baked beans with my rice. Baked beans with your rice? I know. So weird. So, so weird. So you make weird food when you're drunk? Yeah, really, really weird. But I have really weird cravings. Like, the normal person will go through, like, Mackie D's drive through on the way home. Yeah. I'll literally go home and just... I'll have the most weirdest cravings. Like I'll have avocado with like ketchup and like <laughs> the most weirdest things, honestly, or like watermelon with cheese. What? Like I have the most wow. bizarre cravings when I'm drunk. It's so bizarre. So you have drunk pregnancy cravings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. I remember my mum, when she was pregnant with my little sister, used to eat ice cream with tomatoes. Really? Oh God, that is weird. That'll be one I have to try when I'm pissed. Oh, I was like, <laughs> that's so disgusting. But um, right, okay. So explain us more. Okay. So you come in for a night out, right? Yeah. So you're coming from a night out. You're very drunk. Okay. So coming from a night out, in the cab though, this is where it's bad, right? Okay. In the cab, I'm thinking about these cravings and I'm thinking of all like these weird things. And then I think, <laughs> I think I go past Mackey's and I think, oh, do you know what? Any normal person would go into Mackey's and just get something because everyone's hungry after they've had a drink. Let's be honest. Of course, of course. Oh no, I wait till I get home. I see what I've got to play with and I just make up the most weirdest concoction of like foods. I don't know what it is. I just crave sweet, sour, like savoury. It's so bizarre, honestly. But I just, I'm so happy. Like the next morning I go down and I see my plate of food that I made and I think... Like, where does that come from? <laughs> like, literally, where does that even come from? Like, it's just bizarre. One of my favourites is baked beans, though, with Mexican rice. You have to try it when you're drunk. It is so nice. Baked beans, by the way, are my favourite food of all oh, time. Oh, I love baked beans. <laughs> they are despicable food. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Sorry. Ugh. Baked beans and pasta is my favourite. Ooh. My God. Mexican rice is only a small step to the side. I'm <laughs> I'm up for this. Do you know what it is? I think it's because it's got the spice in the Mexican rice and then yeah. because beans are quite... They're not spicy, are they? They're more... Saucy. They're almost sweet, aren't yeah. they? They're sweet They're more as well. sweet. Yeah. So having them different things together, honestly, it's like a volcano going up in your mouth. I can't wait for the cookbook, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine. Concoctions when you're drunk. You have to try them by Georgia Seal. Imagine that. That'd be hilarious. So the three of us go on a night out. We're staying at yours. Yeah. yeah. We come home. What are you going to go for? How are you going to cook for us? There's no Mexican rice or beans in the cupboard, okay? So that choice is out. Okay, there's no Mexican rice or beans, okay? Okay. But we want a feast. We want the best of you. Yeah, but because you guys are that, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself by coming up with these weird foods. <laughs> oh, no, embarrass yourself. Embarrass yourself. What would you go for? What would be on the menu? Okay, sweet potato fries, because I've always got them in the freezer. Okay, great. Okay. Avocado. Yeah. Because I love a bit of avocado, and it's healthy. Right. So that's weird already. Yeah, I mean, it's not something you'd classically put together. Not on an after a night out. No, it's quite posh. <laughs> yeah, it is. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. No one's ever said I'm posh before. Anything with avocado, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> You've changed. <laughs> TV's changed you, Georgia. Avocado, la-di-da. Do you know what, though? Whenever I do have avocado, I've always got to put it on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Obviously, it didn't happen. Not if it's covered yeah. in ketchup, though. Yeah, no. Not the drunk avocados. Like, the avocado with the poached egg and, and all the smoked salmon, dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, lovely, lovely. So, sweet potato fries and avocado. And we need a bit of sauce in there, I think. We need something a bit wet. Yes. So, there's no beans in. What else would you put with it? Okay. Then I would probably get some... I know, very bizarre again, but we're going to go with it. I'd probably get some Caesar salad like the packets of Caesar salad because I always have them in the fridge <laughs> but right listen Pizza Express oh my god do an amazing salad dressing that is just spot on and goes with everything so I would literally put that on and then that's it banging <laughs> banging honestly that would just hit the nail on the head for you I tell you now and then we go to bed full stomachs happy boys love it yes exactly and you wake up knowing that you had avocado and salad instead of the Mackey D's you know what that is a fair point actually yeah so you've won yeah yeah you've disgustingly won <laughs> yeah thing is right is I'm trying to take a step back because when I was drunk I would eat anything yeah and I remember like super noodles with mayonnaise was like a regular thing oh, oh that's horrible yeah. I know that, that was like a thing like because I make super noodles but it'd be a bit boring so I stick some mayo in there and it'd be a bit more cloggy when you were drunk that was good food oh don't oh. that makes you feel sick <laughs> I mean I was always at the kebab shop on the way home like without yeah. a doubt like every single time and then um, me and my wife when we used to go out we used to come back and eat fish finger sandwiches that was our thing oh no see that's that's quite normal though that is fairly normal yeah that's not avocado and baked beans do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's definitely not, no. I mean, I like this idea as well of a night out's expensive, you've spent loads of money on drinking, yeah. you come back, you're not spending any money on food, and you're using the things that are in your cupboard as well. <laughs> yeah, zero waste. <laughs> zero waste. I think it's literally what my mum has said to me over the years is just cemented in my brain. Like, honestly, right. my mum's like, use what you have in the cupboard, use what you have in the cupboard, and I literally come back from a night out, I open the cupboard and I'm like, hmm, what have I got to play with? <laughs> so if you were going to stop on the way home, right, Okay. And there could be, like, for me, it was the kebab shop, right? So if there was a shop on your way home that could serve you a meal already made that would fit your weird requirements, yeah. what would that be? It would it would be Mackie D's. I'd get, um, see, I'm a weirdo. I like dipping my chips in my milk. No, um, my no, chocolate no, milk. no, Yeah, I'm a weirdo. No. I've heard about people like you. But, oh, but, wait, wait. yeah, so that's another weird craving that I'd have. Yeah, no. So there's chips... In the milkshake. It, no, because now it sounds horrible. It does sound horrible because it is, Georgia. Because it is horrible. <laughs> no, it's nice. Honestly, when especially when you've had a drink, it's like, like I said, it's like savoury and sweet together. It just, it's a, it goes off in your mouth, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but then the problem is it goes off in your stomach and then the next day it goes off in the toilet. Yeah. You're like, not agreeing just, with me, are you? That much dairy after a night out is never going to be good. <laughs> never going to work for I you. Know, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. But it does hit the spot. My kids have never had McDonald's, right? It's the one thing. Really? That I will, like, I will, they've never had it and they will never have it, right? Because it's like... That is so impressive. But it's the one thing that we've kind of been like, do you know what? I don't want you thinking that, that is food, yeah. right? So I kind of like, I'm, I'm, plus you're going to get to an age where you're going to eat all the time. I know that, right? But like at the moment, when I can control what you eat, I'm going to not let you eat that stuff, right? So Georgia, yeah. say you get the opportunity, you know, the kind of job you do now, you get loads of weird opportunities. Yes. Someone says to you, I'd love you to open a late night restaurant that people can come to when they're drunk. <gasps> do you know what? It would go off, to be fair. What would it be like? What would you call it? Um, do you know what? I wouldn't want my name in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very wise. That's very wise. It's yeah. <laughs> a good start, isn't it? 
So I would say something like just really basic, like late night cravings or something like that. I don't know. I'm not, I would have to think of something imaginative. The thing is, if you call it like cravings, you could make it like a shit nightclub as well, because that sounds like a nightclub name, doesn't it? It does. It definitely does. Yes. I could, do you know what? I would just call it cravings, but I'd have it in a really good, like funky font. You'd go in, the music could be going, you'd have your menu and your menu just be weird. Like just like random bits of food. And then you can, because everyone does have different cravings. True, so that's very people true. People can put together what they want, and then it's not frowned upon. So you just <laughs> just have loads of on the board. It's just random ingredients. It's just a wall of toppings. Yeah, like there'll be sushi. <laughs> there'll be baked beans. There'll be Mexican rice. There'll be prawn crackers. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there'll be roast potatoes. Okay. It'll just be random. So you could just be like, I'll have a jacket potato with some prawn crackers and a can of ravioli on it, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you look really excited by that. Do you know what I actually am? Because I actually, this has given me a business idea. Always on the hustle. I love that. <laughs> Literally, that would go off though, to be fair. Like, go in, you can get yourself your drink while you're waiting for your food, have a little boogie. <laughs> like, it'll just be great. It is a good idea. Someone off Radio One weekends DJing for a grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have a drive through on either side as well. A, a double drive through, nice. Big fan. Yeah, and the lights would go off so yeah. like people know where to go to. What's Amazing. Popping. So, Matt, what are you thinking about this? Obviously, you're having to put yourself in a slightly different pair of shoes to get your head around this. Yeah. The thing is, right, is that I eat some pretty weird shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, so I can't really judge anybody on what they eat because if people looked at my diet, they would think you are a crazy person. Yeah. You know, like, for instance, last night I had liver... Eggs and some spinach. Liver's awful. A little bit of um, sauerkraut as well, which was my dinner. <laughs> Anyone looking at that would think I'm a crazy person. And also, like, every day at the moment, I'm trying to take fish eggs, you know, so I take salmon eggs every morning. And little... Like roe? Huh? Like roe? I mean, let, mate, let's just say what it's called. Yeah, like roe, salmon roe, yeah, yeah. Matt's having caviar for breakfast. And you say I'm posh. It's not caviar, it's salmon roe. It's very different. <laughs> it's not very different. It's not, it's still the same thing. Caviar for breakfast? They're not caviar. They are, mate, I'm sorry. Actually, fuck, on the fucking tin they say caviar. Does it say caviar? <laughs> the team. It's caviar there. It does, but it's salmon roe. This is what happens in the Willis household. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're the couple of the people. Every morning with my supplements, I have this spoon, a little teaspoon that I get with all these fish eggs on. Caviar, which are as it's called. fucking gross, which are disgusting, and they all pop and burst in your mouth, and your breath <laughs> smells disgusting. What's the benefit of, is it just because the poor people can't have them or is there a health thing about the caviar? It's just to feel smug, just to feel above. It's DHA and omega-3, it's very... Children, early. children, no McDonald's for you, but come for your daily caviar. <laughs> yes, come for your salmon eggs. <laughs> it's not caviar, it's salmon eggs. Oh my God, I'm going to make my kids do it. This is brilliant. I mean, I love the fact you're going to have children that have had caviar but not McDonald's. That is everything. That is brilliant. You know what, that's everything you accuse me of. It's very much... When one oh, finger points at you, four points Exactly. Back. You pull the pigtails of the one you love, Matt. <laughs> so you do have some weird diet things. So you, you've got no beef with this then, Matt? Yeah, I get it, man. I get it. And when you're pissed, you think things are a good idea. Yes, you do! You think things <laughs> are You really do. do. See, this will be brilliant. Mmm, that's amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, like, a kebab is disgusting. So anything you make is not going to be worse than a kebab. 
I never a kebab's yeah. normal. What are you? Eight Would you eat a kebab sober though? Absolutely not. So yeah, you know, just because everyone does it doesn't mean it's normal. I think this is I think you're onto something. I think this is good bad. Do you know what I do? I'm quite proud that I've discovered this and I'm <laughs> yeah. saying it out loud because I reckon yeah. there's a lot of people that feel the same. They just don't say it. Absolutely. I agree. I think this is good bad. I've suddenly got a craving for chips and gravy. Oh. Yeah. I like you're calling it chips and gravy, but you're posh enough. It's poutine, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fish eggs and your chips and gravy, your poutine and caviar. We know, we know, we know where I am. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Can we have your next confession, please? Okay, this is not too bad, to be honest. I'm so obsessed with cleaning, right? This is true. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a clean freak. And basically, so when I've like wiped my table down, I don't know whether this is normal, but I don't think it is. So I've wiped my table down. I've used the cloth once. Bear in mind, I've used it once to wipe the table. I then put it straight in the wash. Okay. Wash your cloths. Wow, people do that? Yeah, well, I wash it straight after using it once. Right. So, like, normally people use a cloth and then they keep it. I just think that's so vile because, like, all the stuff and that is going to multiply on the cloths. I'd rather just use a cloth once, shove it straight into the washing machine, get it clean, and then use it again once. Like, there's a constant rotation in my kitchen of cloths. Right. Of cloths. I thought you could just rinse it. No, because then you're not... No. That's not clean. Then you'll be cleaning your worktop with something that is dirty. Yes, exactly that. You've got to wash it properly. I see. But isn't that what the spray is for? Um, No, because... So you're using your Zaflora. <laughs> I use Zaflora to clean my worktops. Oh, OK. I'm using my Zaflora. I then wipe it 
But then the dirt is on the cloth. Yeah, so you rinse it off the cloth. Right, okay. And I can't bring myself to do that again on the cloth. But then you just wash it under the tap. No, because then it's wet. And did you know bacteria multiplies in wet surfaces and wet places? Oh, I'm excited to eat in your late night restaurant because it's going to be clean if nothing else. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) It will be very clean. It will be very, very clean. What is the flora, by the way? So they're a disinfectant that you can put into... What's it called when you put juice in water? Diluting. Yeah. I didn't know the word either then, to be fair. I'm so pleased I knew that. I felt so fucking intelligent then. I was like, yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! So basically you put a little bit of Zaflora in and then you can dilute it into water yeah. and use it. But it's a very multi-purpose cleaning product. Yeah. You can use, I feel like I'm selling Zaflora. You really are. <laughs> yeah, you, like you, have you got you, some sort of deal with them? <laughs> yeah. You need to work on that fucking channel. What's it called? Um, QVC. Yeah, QVC. Fucking hell. Oh, uh, imagine. Do you know what? I have some Zaflora. In my cupboard. Do you? I do. I've never used it. We've gone like eco on all our cleaning products. They're all like Really, natu- right. Yeah, we've gone all like, we use bamboo loo roll and everything in our house now because it's like more sustainable. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying you bought a shitload of it. I mean, it's really uncomfortable if the stick goes up your ass though. <laughs> I mean, also quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ring love, honey. <laughs> I've got a bamboo dildo for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a sustainable dildo. Sustainable dildo. So uh, Matt's got Zaflora, but he's never used it. Okay. I have. It's in my cupboard. Um, doesn't it smell like laundry? I think that's the tagline, isn't it? Um, no, you can get a lot of different smelly ones. Right. Like loads. They've actually come out with a new collection, which they sent me the other day, to be honest. Oh, right. Okay. I love how happy you are about this. Some people want like a, a Chanel bag for free and you want Zaflora. Honestly, it is the best stuff. Like you can just use it for everything. Everything. So you're really, really clean then at your house. Yeah, um, I, yeah. Yeah, I am to, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk through your cleaning regimen, like how often you do it, okay. what works there, because these cloths are one use and then they're in the washing machine. Yeah, straight away. What about bedding, towels, yeah. things like that? Clothes. Right, so my bedding I wash once a week. I do that within one day. So wash, tumble dryer, out. Back on. Back on the bed. Okay. Um, my towels, I probably, I know this is a bit extreme, but I probably wash after like two, three uses when I know some people like use them over and over again. Really? I, do you know what? I just like the thought of knowing that everything's clean. It just makes me feel happy. Yeah. And yeah. it makes me feel like an organised home is an organised mind. Is it one of those things that you could never have like a cleaner because they wouldn't do a good enough job for you? Yeah. <laughs> I had a cleaner for a while and I just noticed the bits and it just irritated me. Like, do you know when you clean your work surfaces in your kitchen and like, yeah, you should lift up, like move the toaster and work and like clean underneath the of toaster. Course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. My cleaner would not do that. So there'd be still crumbs at the back of the toaster. And my God, did it annoy me. I love that. I love that that shit miffed you. It annoyed me. So I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. And do you know what? Because of what I do and stuff, I think it's really nice to just put on my music, get off my phone and just clean. I find it really therapeutic. I have a cleaner, but um, weirdly, we clean for the cleaner. So like, we don't want her to think we live like animals. So the day she comes, like there is like, there's like an hour where we do like a few basic bits just so she doesn't come in. I know loads of people that do that. They clean before their cleaner comes. And I'm like, what is the point? We had to use someone else recently that we'd never used before. And like, we basically clean the house because we didn't want this stranger going, these people are fucking pigs. (laughs) I like a clean. I'm not, I mean, I'm not really, really, like, I'm not like you, I don't think clean wise, but there is something. Yeah. And when you're done, it's so sad. 
satisfying when you finished it. It feels like it feels like you've achieved something. Oh, so satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Are you clean, Matt? Have you got a clean streak in you? I have become better. Okay. My wife says she has moulded me. She's moulded you. Into the person I am today. Is Emma really clean then? Well, she we're, we're clean, but she's not tidy. Oh, so yeah. There's see, a difference yes. there, right? That's, that's how I live. There's a level of, like, if I go to a work surface, like we've got a big island in our kitchen, and there's something on it, it will upset me. Yeah, that's fair. Like if there's some kind of dirt or leftover breakfast or something on the worktop. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm like, who would not clean that up? Yeah. You know, so it kind of really gets me. But I never used to be. I used to be the messiest person. Like if you'd seen my flat before I met Emma, it looked like a squatter's flat. Really? Oh, don't see that. Just that stresses me out. I had a girl come over once and I suddenly realised, I was like, oh, um, my house is fucking disaster you know my flat is hor- is horrendous you know so I tried to clean it up and i realized i hadn't changed the bed sheets ever no no <laughs> and i was like oh no i don't have any others no i've never i've ever. never <laughs> no and i've never done it that is vile i was like oh god oh my god that's the worst thing i've ever heard i can't look at you the same now you've scarred me it had been like four or five months that i've been there as well like i've been there a while you know like i bought the bed bought some bed sheets i've got to ask the question did she still stay over yeah of course <laughs> I washed them before she arrived because I was suddenly like, oh my God, like I've never fucking cleaned these bedsheets. But my bedroom was disgusting. Oh my God. The reason I got away with it is I was always better than the other two in the band because when we lived together, they were fucking disgusting. Right. They were absolute fucking slobs. Oh, don't. And I couldn't deal with it. I mean, it was disgusting. Out of the bands though, like feels like Busted were the dirty ones and McFly were really organised and clean. Like they were a bit kind of shinier than you, weren't they? You were a bit grungier in that sense. Yeah, I when I think of the groups... I think the same. Yeah, I think, yeah. And that's still very much the same. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What do you think about this, Matt? The obsessive cleaning of the cleaning products as well. Well, I like it. The thing is, right, is like, like I said, I was absolutely disgusting when I think back to it. But the older I've got and the more kind of proud I have become of my house, I am a little bit obsessed with it as well. Yeah, I think you, you do get obsessed when it's your own space. When I first realised that it's not as hard as I thought it was to clean the oven. <laughs> I was like, I'm all over this shit. (laughs) And I like nothing more. Like if I look at the top where the flames are and there's dirt on it or something spilled over from it, it drives me mad. So I have to clean that stuff. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I love the feeling of achieving that clean space yes. and knowing that I've done it. But I think also subconsciously that's me winning husband points as well. Right, I see. That's me winning something like, look what I did. Yep, you fucking owe me. In my flat, it's more like (laughs) if you clean something, you don't win points for the other one. You win points like passive aggressive points being like, well, I cleaned. So what have you done today? (laughs) So it's it's more of a weapon in our flat. Right, I like that. It's more of a weapon. (laughs) I like a clean. And when I lived alone, so I lived alone for a few years before I moved in with Sam and my flat, it looked like no one lived there. Really? And my parents' house, my parents' house is like a show home. You've grown up with it. Well, I rebelled against it for a while. Like my first flat in London was a a shithole. It was awful. And then when I lived alone, I lived in a nice flat for the first time. Mm. I was like, okay, this is going to look amazing. And then now it's sort of like a decent level of clean. But like you talking about this, like I would watch you do a TV show about cleaning, actually. Like it's quite, (laughs) your excitement for it 
and sort of my willingness to want to watch something like that. Oh, I love it. I would actually love... Do you know, I think it represents you as a person, though, as well. Like, when I have my friends round or whatever, and, like, they're coming into a clean, organised, tidy place, it reflects you as a person. Absolutely. Yeah, I think this is good, bad. Yeah. And I think it just makes you look... It makes you look like you have it all together when really you might not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think this is definitely good, bad. What about you, Matt? Um, this is good, bad. This is really good, bad. Okay, Great. I'm happy that you're saying this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing well so far. Yes. So, Georgia, this is the part of the show where we get listener confessions in. So they write in to me and Matt. Yeah. And we read them out and you get to be a judge. Oh, I'm excited. And you get to see what you think of these people's confessions. Okay. Matt, what have you got? Okay. When I met my wife 15 years ago, we went to a seafood restaurant on our first date. She wanted to share some prawns. I thought I didn't like prawns, so I told her I was really allergic to shellfish. We went through our whole marriage and I kept on convincing her I was allergic to shellfish and she bought it. 15 years later, I've recently, with a friend, tried prawns for the first time and I love them. I have never told my wife I now love prawns and I was lying to her this whole time. So when I go out with my friends, it's the only time I can eat shellfish. Oh. Oh, so this is confusing because really it's not a big deal, but because you've lied about it for so long, it's become a big deal. Yes. Well, that's the problem is you've told your wife I'm allergic to shellfish and you've lied about it for 15 years. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But you're secretly having prawn away from her because you can't, deal with the lie. This is kind of amazing. It's better than it initially sounds. Yeah, it's kind of quite juicy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a minor that's turned into a massive major because it's gone on for so long. Yeah. Like, I, I like prawns now is not an issue. It's the fact that you're cheating, you're doing some seafood cheating on your wife. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm trying to think from the wife's perspective and I wouldn't be annoyed at the situation. I would just be annoyed that you've lied to me for so long because then I think, what else are you lying about? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It opens a pandemic Dora's box a little bit. Can of worms. Thing is, if it was a lie that happened 15 years ago once, you were just like, oh, I don't eat that, you know, and then it hadn't come up again, then 15 years later, you're like, oh, shit, I remember so I said that. But obviously, this has come up a few times in their marriage. Yeah. Like, because different, see, oh, don't eat that, it's got seafood in. <gasps> you know, oh, we can't eat that because he's allergic. Yeah, yeah, that's quite bad. These things have happened, and you've sat there going, yes, I am, yes, you lying bastard. <laughs> And also, when he's going out with his mates, is he going out of his way to go, lads, we need to go somewhere with some banging prawns? Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Imagine if his wife walked in on him there eating prawns. The wife's away. Let's go to the strip club and order prawns. <laughs> Those two should never be mixed, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> it's quite a dark secret to have. It's a big secret that you've kept from your wife. Yeah. yeah it's, um, I mean, it's not. It's not really. It's like fucking little, right? But because it's been so long, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's fifteen years. Why hasn't he said anything? Like because it's been so long now, and maybe there's been things where she's gone. Look, there's this new place that's opened. I'd love to go, and he's like, you know, I can't, babe. Yeah, like, I'm really sorry. So like, she's sacrificed things for this lie, and it turns out like it's fine, and he really likes them. So I just think it, it's like he's a person. He's a different person than the person she's married. <laughs> It almost feels like that. Yeah. It is a bit of a sticky situation, but you can't go on like this. How would you reveal that to your wife? Like, you know, I'm not married. You're not married, Georgia. So like, Matt, if you'd lied to this to Emma, how would you deal with this to reveal this? Whatever way you do it, you're fucked. 
But yeah, I think um, honesty is always the best policy. You've got to come completely clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You've got to lay it on on the table. Well, yeah, because all that happens is you get caught out. You know, you come home from a night out. Your wife brings your shirt and she goes, is this Thousand Island dressing on the collar? <laughs> and then you're fucked, aren't you? There's lipstick as well. We're not talking about the lipstick, babe. We're talking about this. Have you had a prawn cocktail? I was undoing the turn up in your jeans and I found a prawn tail. Dun, dun, dun. Is that scallops on you? It's... <laughs> <laughs> Do I smell scallops on you? That could be a whole fucking... And if he's allergic to shellfish, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think? I think this is... I mean, I kind of love it. Yeah. But <laughs> I think it's bad, bad. It's a good story. It's a great story. I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, great story to tell the kids and the grandkids. So right. entertaining and fantastic. But, um, you know, if they ever split up, I bet the first thing he's going to do is just be fucking videoing himself eating prawns. Yeah. <laughs> Sending our videos, mm. you know. Yeah, imagine that brilliant. Rather than uploading pictures with like a hot new girl, he's yeah. uploading them like him sat next to a lobster. Yeah, yeah exactly. imagine going, I've lied to you for 15 years and you didn't even know. Uh, yeah, so I think this is, um, is it good, bad or bad, bad? Because I love it, but it is bad, bad. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's bad, bad. Yeah. Yeah, I would say bad, bad too. Well, there we go. Can we have your next confession, please? Okay, this is another one to do with food. I am obsessed, and I know a lot of people will also say this, I'm obsessed with ketchup. I have ketchup on everything, and I even take sachets of ketchup with me when I'm going away, just in case I don't have ketchup when I get there. I'm that obsessed with ketchup. Okay, I think ketchup is a bit crap. (laughs) Oh, no. I will have it occasionally, like if it's in a burger or something. But really, as something to dip in, it's I think it's a bit average. That's actually hurt my feelings. That's hurt (laughs) my feelings. I'm obsessed with... I have ketchup on everything. I get it with a chip, right? Explain to me everything. What's weird? What would you say that normal people wouldn't have ketchup on? Pasta with ketchup. Oh, my God. But I know a few people do that. Matt's fucking lip went up then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This would definitely be on the menu, you know, with my um, my nighttime drive through Just pasta with a shitload of butter in it and then ketchup. Oh, cheese on top and all. Mm. Oh, what? Mm. Yes, oh, please. I'll have ketchup with jacket potatoes. I'll have ketchup with a roast dinner. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Ketchup with a roast dinner? Oh, yes. I wouldn't do that. I mean, that's that's fucking sacrilege. So when you say you're taking ketchup out, like, everywhere has ketchup, except, like, really pot... Would you go to, like, say, a Michelin-star restaurant and you take your own ketchup? Right, this is where I have a bit of a struggle, right? So sometimes, you, obviously, I'll get invited to events where they'll be at posh places, and I think, oh, God, I'd really love some ketchup. Really? But I don't want to be that person to be like, excuse me, can I have some ketchup? <laughs> can you imagine, though, say you're like, you're a Michelin star chef, you've worked for 30 years in the best kitchens in the world, scraping your way up. Finally, someone gives you your own restaurant in Mayfair, right? You open it, you get three Michelin stars, beautiful tasting menu, expensive, some of the biggest names in the world come and eat there. One day, a plate comes back, cleaned, and there's a ketchup stain on it. And you're thinking, who the fuck brought ketchup into my restaurant? 
Who the fuck was it? <laughs> that would literally be me. But do you know what? I just I can't bring myself to do it with like I have to do it with people that I know. Like, and even though I want the ketchup so bad, I can't bring myself to do it and be like, "Excuse me, can I have the ketchup, please?" So I'd rather just take it myself. So you just take little. Where do you buy the sachets from? No, you get the sachets from like service stations. Yeah, like yeah. they're always in the cupboard, aren't they? They're always in the cupboard. So you just grab loads of them. It's not like you're on Amazon going, "I need to buy." 100 little sachets of ketchup. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not like that. Okay. Do you know, you always have them sachets in the cupboard, like... You always do. And I'll always just... If I'm going away on a trip, I'll just take a few of my handbag, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I'll plan my meal around ketchup, so, like, I'll crave... <laughs> What a phrase. What can I have with ketchup? Yeah, I'll be like, what can I have with ketchup today? Like, so weird, I know. So you'll be like, oh, I fancy a bit of ketchup. What can I build around? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I really want some ketchup. But out of all these things you have, what doesn't go with ketchup then? Nothing. Everything goes with ketchup. You could have it with anything. Yeah. So it goes on everything. Would you have it with sweet stuff? Because it's got loads of sugar in it, yeah. ketchup. No, because I get the um, I get the one with less sugar, less salt. Oh, do you? But that doesn't come in a sachet. No, it doesn't. You're right. Right. But at home, you save that salt and sugar. Okay. Because I have so much of it, I think I have to have the less sugar, less salt. Otherwise, I'll just, I'll die tomorrow. <laughs> from from necking ketchup. Oh. <laughs> What a way to die. Do you save the full salt and full sugar one for special occasions? Yeah, there is one in my cupboard. <laughs> but you have that, like, that's like, oh, it's my birthday, I'll have the proper ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's like a nice special day, yeah. Of course. I've got both, but the, the real one tastes better. Yeah, obviously. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I can't be having that every day. I, that ain't good for anyone. Yeah. If, say, you go to a boyfriend's house and he spent all day cooking you a really nice dinner. You'd have to have ketchup in his fridge. Even if it was something like really like he'd made you something really fancy like duck or something really out there or that wouldn't classically have ketchup, you'd still get the ketchup, even though he'd made all this effort for you. Right, I'd have to analyse the situation and be like, come on, Georgia, like, is this going to reflect really bad on you? <laughs> but does he not deserve to get the real you? Yeah, but there's a time and a place to tell him that I love ketchup. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean, I know you mean. There is a time in a relationship when you expose everything. I can't be having ketchup on the first date when he's making me duck pancakes, can I? No. I wouldn't be going on the second date. Yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Have you tried the different like you know like the half ketchup half mayo oh no 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 we do the full ketchup so it's just you're not bothered about any other condiment oh no i don't like it when people make that burger sauce yeah <laughs> you're a purist people make that burger it's called burger sauce isn't it when you yeah, put the yeah, mayo yeah, yeah. in the ketchup i think oh no i think no 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 they're not for me just the right. ketchup just the ketchup be strong and proud ketchup lover would you have it with your christmas dinner yeah, it'll be on the table. Oh, my <gasps> God. Is that bad? It is honestly that I love, love, love ketchup. Are your parents like this? Did they eat lots of ketchup or is it just you? No, I just, I've had it ever since I was little. Like, I've always loved ketchup. Like, I can remember when I was really little, I would have ketchup and chips all the time. That's fine. That's yeah. normal, ketchup and chips. Yeah, of course that's normal. And then I'd start experimenting with my food as I got older but a way for my mum to make me eat certain different types of food is she would give me ketchup with it. Right, so it, now, would right. you have ketchup and avocado? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> they, they go together, though. Do they? No, I don't think they do, actually. Oh, I think they do, they do in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really split about this because I, I've got bad habits, but, like, 
I really like like you, Matt. I think ketchup is an overrated condiment. I agree. I think ketchup is a bit meh. Really? Yeah. It really upsets me. Like, I obviously have a tomato ketchup by a company called Hunter Gather, which has no oh. um, seed oils or or sugar in, and it's. Oh. <laughs> And you would be disgusted by my ketchup. I've got a really good idea. We should start a podcast called Matt Willis Ruins. And it's just you <laughs> talking about your version of everything. And it's just like, today we're going to talk about uh, baked beans. And Matt's like, well, my beans, actually. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I would never eat a lagoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I do think the fact you take it around with you, I think, is the thing that might make this bad for me. Really? Oh. Yeah. I don't mind the taking it around. It's as soon as you mentioned a roast dinner, I was like, eh, eh. Because I remember once going around a guy's house and their whole family cooked a lovely roast dinner. It was amazing. We sat down to eat it and they all yeah. put ketchup all over it. And I was like, you fucking disgusting humans. Sorry. There was something about it which made me go, hmm. Yeah, but like with your carrots and your broccoli, it's just that, it's spot it's just, no, it isn't. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not okay. I think because of that, I've got to say bad, bad. Look, in your own house, do your own thing. It's the fact you're taking this out into public that I think, you know, with meals that aren't ketchup appropriate, that I think might, it makes it bad, bad for me as well. Sorry. See, this is what I mean. See, it puts me in an awful predicament because when I'm out for dinner and I want ketchup, I just feel like I can't even ask for it now. Look, you know what? I think you could get forgiveness for this. Next time you go out for dinner, take no ketchup with you, don't put ketchup on it and just send a photo to me and Matt. And then you are forgiven. Yes, okay. Yes, I think that's the way you can redeem yourself. I think it's a habit, though. I think when I break it... Yeah. Exactly. Just one meal and you'll go, oh, that wasn't so bad, and we will forgive you. You can pass on, you know, through life without that burden on you anymore. I know, I know. Because it reflects bad as me as a person. It really does. I got once told off for putting um, salt on a meal that I hadn't tried yet. That is bad. I felt really fucking annoyed that someone dead. <laughs> you haven't tried that. How, how do you know if it needs salt? I'm like, because it does. Yeah. Because everyone undersalts their food. No, I do the same as that. I once went to, I took my mum to a really nice restaurant for her birthday once. We went to a really, really posh place. And on the table next to me, the man went, can we just get the salt and pepper, please? I've never seen a stink eye from a waiter like it. Really? Well, yeah, because like, the food's been cooked by a world-class chef. Like, you know, it's one of those kind of places where they're like, are you saying that Michelle Rue isn't good enough for you, basically? Ah, uh, but okay, yeah, no, I do get that. Like, they were really up. They were like, are you sure you need that, sir? And like, it was really weird. Really? I can imagine you going into Le Manoir or somewhere going, can I just have the ketchup, please, for this? Um... That's what I mean. This is what I mean. I'm in a really bad predicament because I go somewhere and I, I want my ketchup. I know I can't ask for it. And I'm like... I just want to have it in my bag. You know what, though? I think it's bad, bad, but it says a lot about how grounded you are that you want your ketchup all the time. It reflects well on you, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bad, bad, but, you know, it's in kind of a way good. Still in touch with your roots. It's endearing. It's endearing. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of your confessions. Thank you very much. You've come oh, out of this God. quite well, actually. There's a, there's a bit of a theme. It's basically cleaning and organising and food weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. like they're kind of the two categories that yeah. you've fallen into. That is literally me. Like, I love cleaning. I love organising. What I recommend is, you know, when they ask you what TV shows you want to make next, go for a cleaning show and not a cooking one. That's where your energy should go. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll come out of that better, yeah. yeah yes. Absolutely. <laughs> How do you feel now that you've admitted these publicly? about the food one okay but I do think there is a few people that would feel the same I do a hundred percent you'll find your audience with that one yeah <laughs>
maybe you could just like really lean into the I'm going to be the queen of the ketchup lovers. You literally. And you know, on your Instagram recipes with ketchup in every single one. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine. You can make it oh. your thing. You can really, Heinz, if you're listening. Heinz, if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> Honestly. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a joy. Oh, thank you. People can find you if they don't already. You know, I think everyone knows who you are. You know, you're one of the nation's most talked about stars of the last few years. Oh. But if people want to find you, where, where can they find you and what you're doing? So at the moment, I'm obviously doing a lot of influencing. Instagram's kind of my main social network um so yeah you can find me there it's called g steel x cause yeah you had to have a kiss on the end lovely yeah, boom. <laughs> georgia thank you so much this has been so great thank you that was amazing oh i've had such a good time talking to you guys thank you so much for having me there we have it georgia steel can i say a confession yeah go on i think about georgia steel once a week. Oh, God. Shall I tell you why? Yeah, please do. I think you need to. Because I use a certain cleaning product to mop my floors with, and it was recommended by her. Really? Is it good? Yeah, it's lovely. It's the flora. It smells like linen. It's linen fresh. Does it really? Yeah, I use it on my floor. So every time I smell it, I think of Georgia Steel. Do you really? You know what? I now take some sachets of ketchup round with me. Now she does it. I've done it a couple of times since everything's been open again. There's a couple of little restaurants near me that don't do ketchup. Like they're those kind of like slightly wanky places. Yeah. So I just take little sachets with me thanks to Georgia Steel. Yeah. It's also really bad when you go somewhere and it's not like a ketchup brand that you like. When it's like our house-made ketchup and I'm like, well, that's just going to be terrible, isn't it? Yeah. That's a salsa, not a ketchup. Thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, I don't eat ketchup. It's gross and terrible for you. But, you know, if if I did. (sighs) I love ketchup, but I'm going to die a young death. Here for a good time, not a long time, Matt. Absolutely. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast this week, thank you very much for downloading it. Please subscribe, review us on whatever your podcast app of choice is, and we will see you next week. Peace out. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.